Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Brian, I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dave White, and I've got 19 staples in my thigh. This <laughs> is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Wow. Hello, everybody. Hello. Man. What a day. What a day. What a it day. It is a holiday. It is a holiday. That's right. Holiday. We have Alonzo. Holiday. 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 We have, uh, yeah, we have Alonzo Duraldi on our podcast uh, uh, estimated 60 times a year to get Dave <laughs> to White low. once. Yes. <laughs> we, to get one Dave White appearance a year. That's what it takes. 60 to 1 That's ratio. the exchange rate. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so here we are. And uh, post-hip surgery. Uh, yeah. a mere, uh, 10 days ago, uh, hip surgery ish. Yeah. Ish. Well, like, yeah, 10 almost. Yeah. Almost. How, how yeah. are we feeling? Is life grand? How's it going? Um, you know, everything about this experience has been, uh, terrible. And the only thing that was good about it was the actual surgery and my anesthesiologist who deserves a medal. Oh, wow. For being a calming, soothing presence in the pre-op room. Because I don't know about y'all, but I am terrified of surgery and being put under and thinking I'm never going to wake up again. And, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, I've only had surgery once before in my life, uh, but it was not good. And and this one, I was anticipating the worst. Um Telling Alonzo all my passwords and everything. Sure. So I'm like, Look, <laughs> you, you might spend Christmas alone oh, uh, if I don't come back from the hospital. Uh, but two wonderful things happened on the on the day of the of the surgery. I walked into the check in place, and the security guard. This was, by the way, at five o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning. The security guard that I had to check in first was the most extravagantly gorgeous and perfectly makeup-faced trans woman in a in a in a in a in, a, in her security guard uh, uniform and I said hello and she said surgery and I said yes and she goes through those double doors <laughs> wow and I was like Thank you, my queer sister. You have been given. You have given me a blessing with your very presence. I did not say this to her. <laughs> she knew, but I was thinking it. it She's watching like now. Good, she knows a good omen to me that I had someone from my people greeting me at the hospital. I love it. And, and then the anesthesiologist comes in and he says, "How you doing?" And I said, "I'm terrified." Mm. See, I don't. I don't. I don't uh, like to pretend uh, how I'm feeling. And <laughs> what? he goes, are you, are you scared? And I said, yes, I'm very scared. I said, I don't know if you can see it, but I'm very scared. And then he says this, and maybe it was a line and maybe he says this to everybody. And I'm betting he does because he's practiced his bedside manner, but he said, don't be scared. I'm going to take care of you. Like you're my family. I'm going to take care of you. Like you're my big brother. Wow. 
And I started crying. Buddy. Wow. This guy, do we know his name? We can give a shout out. I, I could look it up in my records, but like the dude Listen, was man. smooth oh, man. and so good, like and sincere, yeah. like it was wonderful. Uh, and then they cut cut me open, and they put a new uh, titanium uh, F hip inside me. It's Christmas season, so the F stands for fa la la. That's not what I call it off the mic, but like <laughs> the. Um, <laughs> the uh, it's all been good. Alonzo Duralde is the best caretaker. He's a saint. Yeah. An absolute could saint. Hope for. He is tireless. Well, no, he's very tired. He's, <laughs> he's, he's indefatigable. How about that? But he does get exhausted and it's me who is exhausting him. And so, uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's been that thing where I've been old timey convalescing <laughs> and just sleeping, whatever. <laughs> And getting up and doing my little exercises, you see my my walker in the frame here. I don't know if you can see it. Um, the physical therapist comes by and helps me like walk down the length of our apartment building walkway, and uh, and then I go back to sleep again. Uh, and so everything's okay so far. I'm just I'm a real pain though. Like I am <laughs> very difficult. I'm a bad patient. I'm a better caretaker than patient, uh, but Alonzo is like a plus. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. And you know what, Dave? Uh, the last two years you've done a Corgi movie and a Cat movie, and so we gave you a real good one this year. We gave you a real magic, real great one to ease your pain a little bit. That's right. We did that just that, for that, you? That I'll tell you how much that worked in <laughs> easing of my pain. Uh, on day one of the surgery, they prescribed oxycodone for me. Yeah, they did. And I took one because my brother-in-law, Alonzo's brother, who is also an orthopedic surgeon, said to me, you got to take the oxycodone to get ahead of the pain. And then if you find out you don't need it later, you can take it. You can stop it. But I took the oxycodone and it made me want to throw up Uh-oh. and and I talked to the nurse and I said, how do people get addicted to this stuff? It makes me want to throw up. She goes, well, I'll tell you, there are two kinds of people in the world. There are people who it, it makes them want to throw up. And then there are people who it makes them feel really good. And, and she said, and those are the people who get addicted to it. And I said, well, it ain't going to be me. <laughs> um, so the oxycodone was useless for uh, any pain I had. And so was this film. But this film did make me wish that I had taken the oxycodone before watching it. That's the magic of this movie. It's the magic. It's the magic. It's the letter to Santa. Uh, well, let's talk about it. Let's. Letters to, when did this movie air? 24th. 24th? Is that what yeah. they say? Uh, 2023, Letters to Santa, and it went a little something like this. Enrique and Rebecca take their two kiddos to the Christmas tree farm. He tells, uh, he goes to hold her hand and she pulls away and she's like, I just need to leave. She's very behind on her book, but that's not really why she's leaving right now. Uh, Enrique and Rebecca, they are separated. We see them at marriage counseling and we find out the, the root of the problem is that Rebecca was given an advance on her book that she hadn't written yet. And he used that money to save the family restaurant without talking to her first. That'll do it. Uh, they clearly have uh, to, a lot to work through. 
They take their kids to see Santa, and Santa gives the kids a special pin. He says this, write a letter with this pin, with the thing that you truly want. Put it in the in the mailbox, and I'll know what to do. They get right to work, and they write a letter to Santa asking for a puppy. The next morning, a puppy appears outside their door with a Christmas bow. The kids are convinced that Santa brought them a dog. They uh, tell the kids that they need to try to find the dog's owner first, but if no one claims them, then they can keep the pupper. Uh, which I guess this is nice because it, it did end up being an animal movie after all. Uh, they, they hang out as a family watching the Nutcracker, and after laying the kids down, she asks them to stay and drink wine. He's like, is there anything else really you would like me to boy, do? And she's like, I have a list. And he's like, what's the number one thing on that list? And I got to be honest with you, at this point in time, I'm very <laughs> interested in seeing where Hallmark's going to go with this, especially after seeing the Santa Straddle session sure. a few days ago. Right. Where are we going with this? Is anything on the table? Don't worry. Uh, kids are going to call out for Rebecca to come up because they can't sleep. And there goes any of that. Uh, so he goes to leave. The kids decide to test the Santa pin again and ask for a PlayStation. We find out that the pin is not magic. Rather, it is grandma who is checking the mail daily <laughs> and is granting the wishes. She wants to make sure that the kids have an amazing Christmas, despite the weirdness of it all. Speaking of weirdness, he starts to hang out with Candy, the new assistant GM at the restaurant, who also is a person he goes to for neck massages. It's all above mm. board. When uh, his truck doesn't start after one of those uh, massage sessions, um, she, he sends Candy to go pick up the kids from Rebecca. This does not go well. Rebecca is real mad. Why would you send this woman that I don't know to pick up our children? Rebecca decides to use this Santa pin thing as inspiration for this book. The deadline's coming up. She has nothing. So she's like, uh, Santa pin. Uh, and she starts to bond with the illustrator that they've assigned her for the book. The kids ask Santa for flowers for her mom. But when Enrique finds out about the flowers, he gets real jealous and mad. The kids then ask Santa for an elf to come and help uh, Rebecca with her book. So when they meet the illustrator, they assume the illustrator is an elf. He's new and he's British. Do the math. They're all at this party together, and Liam, the illustrator, and Candy are also there. One big weird family hanging out. That inspires the kids to make one last big request for Santa. For their family to be together again. But it's not working. Rebecca's dancing with the elf. They're mad at that. Uh, so they go to try to take matters in their own hand by going, sneaking out of the house, and tracking Santa down. Uh, so Rebecca, when she can't find the kids, freaks out, calls up Enrique, and is like, hey, we don't, I don't know where the kids are. So they go and find them um, at the, the, the place, and they, they give them a big talking to. And uh, so they get back to the place, and they have uh, quite the, the conversation. They actually talk, and she's under so much pressure due to the book deadline, so he agrees to help her 
many hands, light work. Light work. Uh, and that applies to writing a book as well. Uh, so they all meet at the restaurant to help her work through the book. The kids are basically outlining all the things that they have requested from Santa. And she's like, that's good. Also, you, the flowers from you. Like, it's all coming together. It's all making sense. She does the pitch. Goes great. Yay, we love that. Enrique decides to shoot his shots by uh, going back to his musical roots, singing a little ditty. And if that doesn't work for you, I don't know what does. <laughs> Then you don't know what does. (laughs) Rebecca (laughs) and Enrique, that's all you need. They talk through things. They kiss. The family's together again. The pen is magical. I'll tell you what. And that, my friends, was Letter to Santa. We did it. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll break this movie down. Dave White's hanging out with us, letting us know all episode long right here on Deck Deck the the Hallmark. Hallmark. Welcome back to Deck the Hallmark. Hopefully you're watching us right here on Philo. You can watch this movie and so many other movies, but you can watch us every single episode right here on Philo. Philo.tv slash DTH. Mm-hmm. Isn't that sure really can. amazing? It is amazing. Yeah. Having a channel is amazing. How about that? Look yeah. at us. Look at us. us up there with a big star. Look at Philo. How about that? Hub. Watch all the movies. It's watch the us. It's the best. Win, 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 win. Win, 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 win. Let's talk about letters win, to win, Santa. Win, win, win. Let's talk about letters to Santa, shall we? Shall Um... We're going to start with a hot take. I'm going to start with you, Brian. Yeah. It's uh, customary and... Uh, tradition, if you will. It's tradition. Yeah. What do you think of Letters to Santa? Mm, Letters to Santa. So this was this was filmed fully in Massachusetts. And so uh, that's All why right. I, that's why I hate to be... You're in, a big mask guy. hate to be in this situation. Yeah. I am a big mask guy. Yeah. From Can you name one Red Sox player? Wade Box. The, uh, the lead in this movie is married to the second baseman or shortstop. Mm-hmm. Second baseman. Starting... Second baseman of the Red Sox. Sure is. Brian did not recognize the name at all. Aaron did. Yep. So she did win Massachusetts yep, today. Massachusetts. And we need to be clear about that. Today. Back to today. you, Brian. Go ahead. Just yes. today. We reset tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Duncan for a year. Uh, get yep. you a crawler. Uh, so I hate this for Massachusetts and for this movie. I did not really like this movie very much at all. Uh, it wasn't even magical. Um, and the parts, there were two parts at the end that were potentially magical, but it was like such a weird situation that they, it ended up being more of a wait, what for me? Um, I love all the Boston ties with this movie and see Massachusetts on screen is great. Uh, but the puppy was the star of this movie and that's kind of where I left off with it. If you get the Brian is subscribing to the, if you can't say something good, try not to say anything at all. That's one of your shortest hot takes ever, and that means he really hates. Well, let's movie. find out what Dave, if Dave, uh, I think Dave's going to bring subscribe to that same thing. Dave, what do you think about letters to Santa? Well, first, I want to apologize for the way I look right now on this camera, because I'm sitting in front of the the sliding glass door that leads to our balcony, and I'm all blown out, uh, so you can barely see me anyway. And it does tie into my hot take, because I want to know what part of Massachusetts they shot in that was ever outside, because... (laughs) Was it the was it the exterior shots of Massachusetts where everything was completely lit by uh, DMV LED cold bitter cold bitter harsh lights constantly everywhere you go? Massachusetts the outside, the outside and the inside of anywhere they were looked exactly the same. At night, it was lit up like a stadium in their house, including the yes. children's bedroom. Yes. How does anyone sleep? That's a huge way what? Massive. <laughs> I, I, um, 
you know, there was a dog in this movie, and <laughs> and it was better than the corgis from the other movie that y'all made me watch. And then it was better than those kittens that weren't kittens from that yeah. kitten movie y'all made me watch. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the dog wasn't there enough to make the rest of the movie worth looking at. Um. But I wouldn't have been able to see the dog much anyway with the, you know, Klieg lights that they had <laughs> blasting everybody out. And so uh, I don't even know what I watched because I could barely make out, you know, things on the screen. So some technical issues you, for you. <laughs> nothing, nothing says cozy like dry, cold. I see white lights in a house over your head, <laughs> in your face, your face, yeah, interrogating you just, all night long. Everybody in Massachusetts is just trying to get through life like it's an orthodontist appointment day. That's yeah. all you got to know about yeah. masks. Um, just preparing us for I, the real I guess world. my hot take is also a wait what, but I, I don't even know what happened in this movie because I could barely <laughs> pay attention to what was going on. I was just, every scene would be like, ah, why <laughs> get the flashlight out of my face. It's like when you're driving at night and those big SUVs with those new halogen lights yeah. are like, I would never shining right in your eyes and night blinding you. This movie was night blinding me. Yeah, that's fair. Night blinding. Yeah. Put it on the DVD box. Night blinding. Day <laughs> night. Oh no. <laughs> it's your turn, Brand. Brand, you gotta rethink Step this. Step up to the Before plate. Before you buddy. say another word, you gotta rethink this. You watch this by yourself. Dan, you wanna go first this time and just put them put them in place real quick? I, I, like <laughs> sure. you've heard enough. Go first. There's you a lot of evidence first. You go first. being presented. I was promised a magic pin. <laughs> yeah. I was promised a magic pin. Not mm. a pin with mm. gold glitter on it. Mm. An actual mm. magic pin. Pin. It's magic you, to the kids. You read the synopsis. Magic to the we kids. We read it. Magic pin. It's magic to the you kids. You write it. It happens. Magic you pin. Want it, this movie it. has no magic in it. It is mm. an absolute, one hundred percent certified dumpster fire. Ooh, it's been a while since we've gotten bottom of the list. Uh, a- actively booed the end of this movie when the song starts. Um, <laughs> somehow, somehow both leads are trying to, they're both in a poker game to see who can be the worst person. That's what they're doing. Like, I'm taking your money. C- call. I actually gave you that money. <laughs> Raise. I'm getting real sexy neck massages from candy. Yeah. Like, this movie is trash. Is trash. Hot Liam. If you can turn the brightness down to zero and see it, it's real bad. It's a bad movie. It's it's bad across the board. It has no singular thread. And here's the thing is, it's very clear that Hallmark has decided there is no such thing as a bad idea as long as it's original. Hallmark wants to break the mold of being the uh big city girl goes back to small town, uh meets up with the 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 hometown hunk. They want to break that mold. And so what they've done is is they're like pitch us any idea that isn't that. And the problem is is right now they're saying yes to all of them. And this is one you should have said no to. Video card with with crazy illustrator in it. You say no to that idea, right? <laughs> like you say no to some of these ideas. The the only the only positive I can say about this entire movie is is that it portrayed a couple it well it tried to portray a couple that clearly had a massive falling out but also still 
had some love for each other and the complexities and the shifts in that relationship. I could squint and see them trying to do that, but it failed so miserably at doing that. Uh, There is no magic pin. There is no magic Santa. There is no magic movies. Terrible. It's an absolute dud. And it, it not only that, but it came out the wrong time. It is like our hundredth movie this week. And it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's it's the worst of the year. Worst of the year, no question about it. And I think Brian would agree with me, considering how he said ten total words in his hot take, and Dave couldn't even see the movie. Brian, back. Brian to you. has yet to speak, so that speaks volumes. <laughs> really, <laughs> I love this movie. Oh no, <laughs> dude, you, this is embarrassing. I know that you love these movies. He's this is embarrassing. You're I, embarrassing. I love this movie, and not only did I love this movie. I love Brian for loving this movie. <laughs> I love that the pin wasn't magic. Oh, come on. I'd actually worked a lot. Like, I love that. I love that. It, it's just like, it was just, I was like, yeah, I like that. That's I like that. Are you high? It? Have you been dipping into the microdose gummies? <laughs> Not yet. Um, I, I loved it. And I don't really care what any of y'all, y'all say. The scene don't where they are doing the back and forth with the wine and is there anything else you want me to do for you? Is got a list, but I don't know if that was meant to be the hottest scene on Hallmark this year, but it worked for me. Uh, oh they, my, you are you have a problem? I, maybe, maybe I do. I love this movie. I thought the kids were adorable. I thought that pupper was adorable. I thought these two leads were fantastic together. I love this movie. Brandon. You've gone too far. Brandon. No. You know what it is? It's the straddle sesh. You're still in a place because of that straddle sesh we got. We're days removed from that. Yeah. You're still like discombobulated from it. What were we going to say, Dave? I don't dispute some of the things that Brand just said. <laughs> I don't. I, I. I. I don't think this. Un, unlike you, uh, uh, Daniel, I don't believe this is a bad concept or a bad idea. I don't believe that the magic pen, not really being magic, but really being the inspiration for family. Uh, 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 cooperation and 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 care i don't believe that's a problem everything that is a problem in this film is the execution of those ideas oh listen for sure also the horniness that bran is talking about was kind of non-stop through this movie it sure was in a a way that was weirdly at odds with the script (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway Continue. I just had to throw that in there. I don't. Um, I don't have a problem with the the two leads being separated and finding their way back to each other. I think that's a good idea. Yes. The problem is, is the synopsis of this film yes. that we covered in a preview episode and a kickoff episode. And it was the reason that I chose to be here for that's this right. film because it sounded like the most ridiculous. That's right. One. It's, it yes. could have been super ridiculous fun and it wasn't. Yeah. That, if yeah. I knew nothing going in, I wouldn't care about the pen. Well, I have a few way what's about that, but that's not for now. But the pen's magical to the kids. It's not a magic pen. I'm just saying it is to them. To them. But it's not a magic pen in real but life. But it is to them. Is it a magic pen in real life? To them. Objectively is it a magic pen? To them. Not even to them, it's objectively magic. You're objectively <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Got him. Uh, it's, time for, it's time for all the feels. So we're talking about what this movie gave us those feels. Brian? Yeah. Uh, the 
we saw Polar Seltzer all over this movie, which was great to see Polar. I can't believe you guys aren't drinking it right now. We don't have it in-house, do we? Do we have Polar we here? We do have Polar here? Oh, I just only grab the... Uh, no, no, you stay right there. I only drink the orange lately, so... But Polar is based in Worcester, and so it was great to see the Polar Seltzer all over the place in this movie. Uh, the, the best scene, Dan, you mentioned the same thing. My feels in this movie was when they were the kids were... <laughs> we're back down at the uh, the bookstore, and they ran into the Santa at the. They're at Bedlam Books there, yeah. and they ran into Santa at the little coffee shop, whatever yes. bar. Yeah. And they had it was a fun scene. Like Santa was playing along there. There were some very awkward moments that they they put on screen intentionally. And then when the parents showed up, and they do sort of like that. I've never seen these adults before in my You're life. Talking bit. about polar polar seltzer, you mean, polar seltzer you mean over po- here, polar. This polar seltzer? That polar seltzer. About that? Unbelievable. This one right here? There we go. There we go. They didn't pay for this. This is just yeah. something we're so doing. This is uh, funsies. Oh, oh, that's refreshing. Isn't that good? All the way from Worcester, Mass. From Worcester. 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 So this that, movie is the Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So that old scene, I think the awkwardness and funnies came through on that scene, and that was... Uh, that that was, was I'll take that one. That's okay. better than nothing. <laughs> Two. We'll double up on that one. Uh, Dave, any feels for you? Just a sense of rage over. <laughs> That's a feel. The 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 and this again. Everything I say kind of counts as a wait what. So forgive me. Yeah, no, it's fine. The sense of rage over the relentless, ongoing hammering of the dumbest ideas in the world regarding how publishing works. Uh, uh. This is not. And here's the thing. I don't watch these movies. I just hear Alonzo talking about them. And every other iteration is involves a journalist or an author or a or journalist who's a children's book author or, you know, a blogger or someone. And deadlines don't work this way. <laughs> book proposals don't work this way. Uh, 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 here, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Alonso Duralde has a book coming out in May. Really excited about it. And 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 before he was ever allowed to begin writing this book, he had to write a proposal. <laughs> he had to uh, uh, send them send them outlines, samples of of you know like research materials like they had to know everything going in before he ever put his name on a contract. And this movie gets everything completely backwards and then acts as though you have to actually go to the publisher's office and give a, like a PowerPoint presentation (laughs) about what you're going to do to a group of people who whose function is unknown and and then you 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 have um 10 days <laughs> to finish the book or the deadline is of course as always christmas eve when everybody is still in the office everybody's working and the at the end of this movie her her agent or her her editor is there on christmas eve night in the office being like hooray you did it <laughs> you know like None of this is accurate. And, and not only that, but no, they no. said uh, the publisher loved the pitch so much yeah. that they're buying 25,000 copies. That doesn't work that way either. <laughs> that is not how that, that doesn't happen like that. I, but here's the problem, right? 
they've been doing these kinds of films for years and they keep telling you lies like yeah the the screenwriters might not know how publishing works but somebody at hallmark needs to understand that you could do it the right way you could sell you could tell people the right thing and lose nothing from your script mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. you don't have to you don't have to package it up in a box full of like gobbledygook it doesn't matter <laughs> you could tell them the straight facts of how publishing really works for books for magazines for deadlines for editors for pitches for proposals for everything and nothing would be a problem as it relates to who gets to do smoochy smooch at the end of the movie it doesn't matter <laughs> it costs you nothing why why it costs you nothing why and i'll tell you this i voluntarily i'm risking my street cred here by saying this i voluntarily watched the latest uh hannah what's her face bakery movie Hannah swenson Hannah swenson yeah because you know i gotta know when the murder bakery is open and when it's closed (laughs) all what's happening right alonzo has me hooked on the the murder bakery movies (laughs) And and uh, they they got something really accurately correct this year in the new Hannah Swenson movie. They finally, definitively, in the script, to the camera, told everybody the difference between a macaroon, which is a coconut cakey right. cookie, and a macaron, which is a French almond a biscuit with a ganache or jammy filling inside. And, and they had a little bit of a conversation about the difference between these two things and how everybody from this point forward needs to get it right. So I am telling Hallmark that is never listening to me and does not care that I exist, that I'm begging you for the love of all boring greeting cards going forward. <laughs> please. Get these facts straight. It's driving me insane. Yeah, I'm with you. To that, I mean, to that point, an interesting point, of course. The person who wrote this movie um, had a similar process as a yeah, an author she, would, exactly. Right? Yeah, you, you, she didn't just get what? this person didn't just get was given a movie like, hey, here's money. Go write any like you don't need to even tell us what it's about. Just go write whatever you want to. Yeah, like, there, awesome. there was some sort of thing beforehand before well they didn't they didn't vet these ideas so <laughs> i have a lot listen i'm glad that any writer gets a check exactly yeah. yeah even if it winds up looking and and sounding like what i just watched last night i don't care i never blame the writer of these movies because someone writes a script and then it goes through the car wash and you don't have any control over how hot or scrubby the car wash is. You have gotten paid and you don't have a say after that, unless you are somebody with a lot of juice, right? The, I don't blame the writer. I blame the corporation that is uncaring and unfeeling and has no concept of what, you know, a uh, a uh, 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 Christmas should feel like or look like or anything like I, I could go on. No. I, won't. Uh, I have for my money, the light of the century, uh, which was given by this, this uh, sweet kid who has used the, in his mind, magical pen to ask Santa to send an elf 
to come and help mom with this book. And they all, um, you know, filmed a TikTok together yeah. of sorts. Mm-hmm. And sure. this kid pauses the movie and he says, that should be dad dancing with mom, not some stupid elf. And I don't know why that line made me laugh so hard. Dude, you you but watch it this crushed. in a very weird frame of mind. I love that line. That should be dad dancing with mom, not some stupid elf. I loved it. It gave me feels. Dan, take it away. I've already done mine, but we do we have a cricket sound effect? I, I just don't like that line. Doesn't do anything for you. This kid's now mad that the elf is here. He thinks there's literally to, a real elf. You need to. You need who's to, dancing with his mom. You need to just take a few plays off. I'm not going to <laughs> take, a take a lap, buddy. Well, take I actually am because I don't really have any way what's for this movie. We'll do that on the other oh, side of the break. Oh. What? <laughs> That's got to be a joke, I right? I have too many. I don't have. I have one. I have one. Brand didn't watch this movie. Yeah. Brand was doing six other things. I'm holding. No, I just popped in and went. Oh, that's cute. And wow. he just he said he liked it. That's what happened here, gang. I've had to move half of mine out. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Well, you, then we'll be good. Sure. We'll be, we'll be good be great shape it's time for the way what? It's time where we talk about uh, what made us go way what in this movie. Uh, Brian, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So the grandmother who's pulling all the strings here. Uh, Love her. She obviously like got the letter after the kids were in bed and saw that they wanted a puppy. And then at, sometime after 8 or 9 p.m. ran out and got a puppy <laughs> yeah. from the mall yeah, in the she, middle of the she night. She found a purebred yeah. golden retriever puppy. Well, be, best behaved boy um, that you uh, could find. Sometime in the evening. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, that's impressive. Yep, yep. That's she, maybe it was magic, maybe it was. objectively. Maybe it was. Yes. Enrique drives around a refurbished, like, 1940s-ish Chevrolet pickup truck that yeah. is beautiful on the yeah. outside, but breaks down most of the time. Like, as his full-time vehicle, like, you can't drive In that. In the restaurant business especially, I feel like yes, you got Yes, something you know. a little more. And so, and it's a three-seater Nothing in the back, so he's driving his kids in that thing. Yeah. Like, does that even have seatbelts at that know. point? Like, yeah. I can't believe you. That's illegal. Yeah, that's illegal. It's not great. Uh, the to the to your point, uh, Dave, about the lighting. There was a scene where Enrique sings to his kids at night, sings "Silent Night," and it's after they're yeah. already asleep, and then they carry them up to bed to put them to bed. And at that point, you are. I am quieter than a mouse. That's right. Like, I am so. I barely touch my kids when I put them to bed. Like, I am yes. so careful. Yes. He. Has every light in the room on? He he asked yep. him to sing "Silent Night." It is He's, like the Apollo. Like they he are wires. He is, is little. Crazy. He goes into. I had to look up the vocal ranges because, like, I am in the lowest of low bass when I sing to my kids at night, and he is in <laughs> soprano alto. Like he is up on the register, as high, like as high. He's like, <clears throat> he wants "Silent Night." <clears throat> <laughs> it is a performance of a lifetime, and uh, I just. I was like, no, all of this. And then he starts rapping, like freestyle oh, rapping. It was the most cringy scene of all time. And like, as the, the, the that mother. That was my favorite moment. Yeah, there was, yeah, it was a great moment, but not now. Not now, Enrique. Like, he yes. gets to leave, and she has to deal with these kids who are now wired and wired want to watch a rap in video. Their, in their spotlit bedroom. Yeah, there's no way, no world, like, where yeah. you do this. And, um, you just he doesn't want to wake the kids by knocking on the door, so he's just gonna wail on his sixth string on the porch and sing <laughs> as loud as he can. That's right. Yeah, I don't want to knock on the door of my own house. That's not gonna wake him. You guys want to hear free fall? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> sing along. She's a good girl. <laughs> the neighbors you know are just like Shut up down there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I refuse to knock on my door. But I'm going to get back to free fall, if oh, you don't mind. Man. And I had a bunch about the publishing company, and you crushed them, Dave. So I'm just going to admit all those. I'll just uh, pass pass the baton here. Uh, Dave, anyway, what's for you? 
Well, okay. That grandmother, she has a backstory. <laughs> She's a notorious Cruella de Vil style dog thief. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. She collects them. She's just she just kidnapped that dog out of the <laughs> neighborhood. She had to. It's the only explanation. Nobody's going to miss. Somebody's not getting a puppy right. on Christmas. And the parents and the parents knew it because that's why they said, "Well, we got to take him to the pound to make sure that he doesn't actually already belong to somebody." Because you don't know about Grandma. She just takes dogs <laughs> everywhere she goes. The Grandma is the secret villain of this film. I I, I firmly believe there's an upfront villain who we know that's about. Right. I, I firmly villain. believe that the grandma is, uh, has nefarious <laughs> intentions. I want to say this. I think I think that the grandmother, in a in a better directed film, <laughs> the grandmother would have really been the conduit to everything wonderful happening. Yeah, right. Mm. Because that's what she's presented as. She is the she's the method by which good things happen in yep. the film. But we don't see it happening uh, in a way that is convincing. I'm being a film critic here right now. I want this idea to be done in a better way, with with better everything, you know, <laughs> better direction, better script, better better conversations between people because the conversations between people are brittle and non-existent. <laughs> They rely on the chemistry of the two leads who play the parents. They rely on their physical chemistry, their seemingly kind of genuine uh, uh, lust for each other (laughs) to overcome the fact that they can't finish sentences that connect to each other in any way. Like, you betrayed me, and you don't talk to me, and you don't listen to me, and they just say this again and again and again and again. And I was like, can someone explain to me what is their problem? Like, it, it doesn't, none of, none of it made any sense. Okay, so here's some, here comes some some petty Wait Watts, and I, those are my favorite. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. Wait Watts. Uh, they have a restaurant, but I never see any food. Oh, no. Or I more customers. Him working at the restaurant hardly. I ever. never see any customers. I never see any real food. Like I see a plate of some food, and I can't remember now what it was she made um, near the end. Like tortillas. <laughs> no, it was something else, and I'm blanking on the the name, and I should have written it down. Um, but the uh, uh, have y'all watched the bear? Oh, oh of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. Well, that's 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 um, closer to what a restaurant is like. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And so th- this this restaurant, well, no wonder they don't have any. No wonder they're a failing business because I don't see anybody there and I don't see any food. And apparently, he's there all the time. He yeah. lives at the restaurant, except yeah. he doesn't. Exactly. Never. Well, they're yeah. busy writing kids' yeah. books there. They can't have customers. Um, there is overall. I don't know if this counts as a wait what. I'll get back to my petty wait what's in a second. But there is overall a slowness to this movie. Yes. That makes me that makes me feel like I needed more people talking about what's really going on without these constant sort of like you're being mean to me. You know, well, you don't listen to me. Oh, well, you are uh, getting a massage from a lady that is a, a, a fitness instructor who knows exactly what she's doing. And it's all about board and man, but I'm still upset. Um, the slowness of this threatened to give me a blood clot in my surgical site. And that is a problem that for a person who is trying to convalesce. Yeah. 
Um, I was bewildered, Dave, when I realized I was only 35 minutes into the movie. I couldn't yeah. believe I was yeah. only 35 minutes in. I was angry, uh, I, angry I, about it. I'm not like a therapist at all because I don't know if anybody in this room has ever been in therapy, but yeah, I here have. we go. Yes. Um, and therapists are calm. They don't badger you That's right. <laughs> into, into telling. They, first of all, they don't give you the answers like this one does nope. in the movie. They don't they don't pester you into <laughs> into doing things like this one does. They don't give you attitude like this one does. It was a really weird moment to be in the therapist office with these two people. Yeah, I, um, I uh, to, to that point, because I had that one. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some bad therapists out there, but we found the worst one. <laughs> I, the, the two Decky for her, the, the couple starts to raise their voice at each other, raise their voices at each other. And yeah. the way she stops it is by matching their pitch. Right. Like she jumps in as loud as them. And I, I've not been to therapy school but I'm pretty sure you don't join in on the yelling. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's not how that works yeah. in therapy. It's ridiculous. Um, I I don't want any children to watch this film. Fair. Because, because it will give them ideas about what can possibly happen. Um, in real life, you don't write a letter to Santa asking for your parents to get back together again. And I'll tell you why. Uh, when I was nine years old, my mom ran off with my future stepfather. You know what I asked for Santa that year? Oh, Guess. No. Oh, Guess no. what I didn't oh, get? No. Guess. And so, like, right, kids should not see these things. <laughs> no. Kids no. should not see these kinds of things. Yeah. Let the child understand cold, hard reality and muddle through somehow, like Ooh. Judy Garland sang. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh. So here's another one of my Wait What's. Uh, I, I don't like a skinny tree. I don't like an artificial skinny tree. You've seen those skinny trees? Yeah, I've seen the skinny tree. Yeah. I hate I those things. I despise the skinny tree. I think they are an abomination. And I think that when they are in a Hallmark movie, uh, the people who, the characters in those films who have that in their home, they're, they're morally bankrupt people. And so I saw these people had a skinny tree and I hated them for the rest of the film. <laughs> Um, it's a good thing we don't know anybody that's got one of those. Am I right, gang? Who's, who's got a skinny? Who 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 in this room has a skinny? Uh, producer Aaron. You can't see her uh, hand. Just but it's one. raising high. Why? Defend yourself. She is. I don't think her mic works, but uh, she <laughs> she has a she works at Michael's. She has a small apartment, and the tree. She had a voucher and a discount, and got the tree for thirteen dollars. But it's All right, a, you get a pass. Yeah, you get a pass. There you go. You get a pass. You're not morally you bankrupt. Pass. That's a real life. That's a real life set of circumstances. Sure. That's right. That's right. That's right. True. Yeah. That, so you get a pass for that. But in fiction, <laughs> when you have a gigantic house and you jam a tree in the sure. corner in between. That's right. They should have a tree on the porch. For That's right. Yeah. yeah. The tree yeah. that they put in between the wall and their couch. There's like, we can fit this tiny little boy right <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, I would like to understand the Santa Claus in this movie for a moment and why uh, no one's waiting to see him. Why do these kids just get to hop right onto his lap <laughs> with no line? You ever been to take your kids to see Santa? Oh. You're going to wait 90 minutes to see oh, Santa. It's, it's miserable. You're going to be aligned. You know why I don't have kids? I don't want to take them to see Santa. That's why. <laughs> That's why. Well, there is enough reason to, for sure. This is the least busy Santa in the world. Yeah. Um, the title treatment 
the font, the, the typeface, the title treatment for this movie yes. is extremely ugly, and I was angry about that from the very beginning. Uh, I hate Zumba. I don't think anyone should do Zumba, uh, mostly because I can't do anything right now with my hips. Maybe in the future sure. when I can move my hips again and I have new two new titanium fa-la-la hips, I might join a Zumba class. And I'll let y'all know if that happens. Now, oh, currently, currently, it just felt like candy was taunting you. <laughs> right now. Exactly. Candy was taunting me. Um, uh, what else do I got here? Uh, oh, when dude uh, pats his pats himself on the gut. Yeah. Get out of here. Basically dude. insinuates that he's fat. And yeah. I'm like, come on, bro. Guy? Guess what, dude? Uh, my orthopedic surgeon <laughs> made me lose 70 pounds before I could get surgery. I used to weigh a big, beautiful, bouncing 325 sexy pounds. And now I weigh 248 pounds. And I feel weird. I feel like a twink. I feel like Timothy Spalamay right now. And, and it's strange, and I don't like it. And, and it's all, it's all I, I was all, I, I had to do it. So don't you go around patting your belly, you 160-pound actor, and being like, oh, look at me, I'm so fat. I mean, I need no, too many donuts. You know, like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Speaking yeah. of, can, uh, give me Dave White as Wonka <laughs> any can, day. You can catch Dave White yeah. uh, December 15th in Wonka uh, yeah. coming to theaters. Talk about nationwide. taunting you with candy. Though. Man, so, that was fantastic. So I use this movie of fatness on reality. Sure. Yep. Fair. Uh, and uh, uh, and I guess that's it for now until I think of something else that I left off my list. Yeah. yeah. Very bad therapist. Oh, the worst. Um, in order to write, you have to at least attempt to write. She, I, she, oh, that, she all she movies, does. she's like, I got, I can't, I got this deadline, bro. Just write. Yeah, yeah. Just do something. To Brian's point from earlier this week, no hustle. Yeah, show some no hustle. hustle. No, no, no hustle. No hustle. Let's go. Um, my <laughs> biggest one, though, is the Santa Claus, who doesn't have a line and when he's off duty is still there <laughs> hanging yes. out just reading the newspaper with him and a police officer and two children oh just yes. really well, hanging out on with him. why yes. is he there why was he still at yeah. this place yeah. just hanging out uh i mean obviously convenient for the kids that he would be when he's off yes, duty of course but uh weird 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 indeed dan yeah and let's go ahead and continue with the santa because he gave them a magic pen knowing it wasn't magic this well, guy, you know, all the, Santas are liars. The, okay, but you know, this you know, guy, yeah. can you, the the level of nefariousness of just downright? Did he have a vendetta against their parents? You know what I'm going to do for these kids is I'm not going to grant them one fake wish. I'm going to pull a pin out of my pocket yeah. and say anything you write with this pin, if it comes from your heart, will be given to you. And he doesn't know the situation. He doesn't know the parents are divorced. He doesn't, like, are separated. He doesn't know that. That is the worst Santa in the history of time. <laughs> you can't do that to people, Santa. Okay, well, there was that film called Silent Night, Deadly Night, which has a worse Santa. <laughs> That's true. Fair, 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 fair. He okay. didn't kill anybody. Right, I need, we need to hire yes. That's yeah. true. That is true. Yeah, of yeah. the non-murdering yeah. Santas, <laughs> giving a child a pin and telling them that it's magic is <laughs> it is parent torture. That is what that is. White-collar criminal um, Santa. One of my favorite scenes of the year, uh, when they have the magic pin, the kid's in the room, and the girl is going to write the letter, and the boy says, 
It's going to take forever if you write that letter. It's never going to be done. Hand me yeah. that pen. And yeah. he gets the pen. And we see right. a profile view of him. And and he's got the, the card he's going to write. He's like, what do you want it to say? And she starts going, dear Santa, I want to blah, blah, blah. And he starts doing this real big. Just like big. Like he could maybe be writing one gigantic word really fast. It's like whole page big loop. So you said that's 10 that's words. Right fast. Yeah, I'm going to go with whole page big loop. That's what I'm going with. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. You need to go watch the scene. It is almost worth the viewing experience of this movie. It's terrible. <clears throat> I don't think that the massage was above board. I don't. Why? Well, one, Candy is the assistant general manager of the restaurant. True. That is her full-time job, not licensed massage therapist, one. Two, she also teaches Zumba for some reason. And three, it's weird that he goes to her with a neck issue, and she's like, you know what's best for a neck massage is if you lay down flat on the ground That's right. while I give you this yeah. very intense massage. Yeah. None of that is above board. That is not how you receive a neck massage from a professional. I, I'm sorry. Well, and she clearly thought that he was divorced. Like, when she shows up, she says ex-husband. So, like, yeah, yeah clearly no, she, she, she's yeah. going for it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he and he's allowing it. Like, this is not some, like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, she's a professional and she gave me a neck massage She does situation. Zumba. She does Zumba. So, yeah. obviously... Yeah, she should do yeah. this. Yeah, she's a Zumba. She's an assistant GM yeah. of my restaurant and a Zumba instructor. She's a professional totally massage qualified. therapist, and totally I think qualified. those two things equal horizontal masseuse. That's right, of course, horizontal masseuse. Uh, absolutely. Um, am I to understand at the end of this movie produced by Aaron Shea, as not the movie, the show? Am I to understand at the end of this movie that the the boy gets his PlayStation? Uh-huh. And the girl's gift is a hardcover version of the book. That she helped write, yeah. That she helped <laughs> write. Overnight printer. He, Overnight printer, this that's right. Kid, 24 hours. This boy gets yeah. the, the gift of his dreams yep. he never thought possible. And she got basically drink your Ovaltine. She got a hardcover <laughs> version sure to of read a, the, the book, book you wrote. You wrote. <laughs> she gets the book she helped write. That is absurd. I, I can't, I just, uh, why? Why would you to get, find something of equal value to a PlayStation to give this poor girl so she does not feel like she is? I don't is, know if you heard, they ordered 25,000 copies. They did. So they ordered 25,000. That's exactly right. And then lastly, the puppy in this movie disappears for long stretches. Thing ran away. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know if you know this about Sweet puppies. Pup you got to take them out every few hours. Yeah. You can't just like, yeah. you know, put them in the house for 12 straight hours. It will not go well. Uh, uh, and the puppy just disappears. They are not committed to the puppy bit. That's all I've got. Uh, it's time for what the hallmarks were. We wonder what could have been. Maybe because we have. Uh, Brian, what are you still wondering about? Yeah, I had a few things, but one I'm going to mention. Maybe Dave caught this. You didn't. We weren't thinking the same thing about this scene, Dan. Uh, it was when Maria, his sister. There's a scene, a dinner scene where uh, Hot Liam speaks Spanish because he speaks multiple languages, and then yeah. the sister Maria says something in Spanish. And my take on it was that it was all voiceover, all dubbed over, because I don't know what happened there but it to me it looked like she was just moving her her lips and the voice was added after and then the entire is is a whole other sentence she says not in spanish 
that they continue with the voiceover because it just looked like the the lips weren't matching up with the words. I didn't I was catch it. It didn't that, look like that, it to you. That's my official. To me, I'm like, I, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It looked so much like patchwork to me, but I don't know. I would love to know if I'm right or if I'm wrong because it's going to bug me for a long time. Anybody Dave, else? what are you still wondering about? I'm wondering why at the end when he sings that loud, loud song to her on the porch that threatens to wake their children, uh, why the the screenwriter couldn't have come up with a fun word to rhyme with husband, like flusband or something. <laughs> Just make something up. <laughs> Instead, they follow up this clunkety line in a song, in which all the lines are clunkety, uh, with, uh, I, I don't even remember if it, if it rhymed or not, or something like, but I love you, baby. Like, that was how it ended. <laughs> really good. Rhyme something with husband or get out of here. Yeah. So get out of here. Rhyme, Rhyme something with husband or get out of here. It's clear, clear as crystal. Doorstep. Um, Liam's a star. Love Liam. Um, I don't know who Liam is. He's the illustrator. Hot, hot Liam. Got hot Liam. Yes, got it. Come on. You know hot, hot Liam? Liam. Yeah, yeah. Hot Liam. Uh, what, we, what we hot don't get is much of Liam's backstory, which is apparently he is an illustrator that gets to do whatever he wants to. That's where he's at. And he, uh, just like the publisher, doesn't know what her story is going to be. Just loved her first. Just loved her first. She's so much that flew over from the UK. So like, like what is a comparable, what's a comparable illustrator to Liam, like because right, he is somebody who can pick whatever jobs he yeah. wants to and chooses this one with no other information. So, yeah. of he it, he seems like a very powerful person. <laughs> it seems like a very powerful role, wants, but I don't know, Dan. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the way I was understanding the TikTok video is that it was in lieu of a Christmas card. Correct. That's how I understood it. Yeah. Is like they sent that out as their Christmas card. Why was Liam in the Christmas card <laughs> and candy? Why was no? Yeah. Oh, was can, she there too? Candy was Candy's, not in it. Candy's there too, isn't she? No, no. Okay. Just Liam. I thought Candy. She would have been in it if she were yeah. there, though. They let anybody. Yeah, the UPS driver. Oh, anyone uh, they who's do there? say the UPS driver was there. In. You go. Great. I got my question answered. Boom. I feel like at this point it's airtight. It's an airtight. It's thing. an all-play yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Um, lots of. Verbal, verbal arguments, fighting. Yes, sure yes. But were there any fist fights, any action sequences mm. that perhaps we missed? There's only one person who can tell us that it's Vic Webster. Here's a fighting chance with Vic Webster, which Dave White will not be able to hear. Fighting chance with Vic Webster. Fighting chance with Vic Webster. Was the fighting in the movie? Did someone get hurt? Is a fighting chance with Vic Webster. Oh, this one was full of action during the commercials. And he comes up with something different every time. It's very impressive. Love that. Guy. Very, very love Vic Webster. Yes. Also love Dave White. Dave, thank you so much for joining us for our yearly get together. This was everything I hoped it would be. It was also everything I hoped it would be too. Minus my 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 leg is swelling up now, and I think it's because of y'all. Yeah, I well, we're done. Yeah, you need to go. You figure that soon. out, buddy. We I'll love you. you. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we'll be yes. the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas.
Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.